live from somewhere in Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy, the May 8th edition, the post-Guardians of the Galaxy edition of the show. We you know, th- This past weekend, this past weekend was, was, was Guardians. Guardians, big, big fucking deal. Yep. Uh, all, all three members. Uh, uh, Pete, Pete and I went to go see it Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, you saw what last night? I saw it last night. Saw it last night. Everybody here watched it. Um, we're gonna try to stay spoiler free because I'm sure there's still people out there who have. If you haven't watched it, why haven't you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's Guardians. <laughs> it's freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I, I personally, it was a boatload of fun. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I dare say, better than the first one. Right. I, I, I will dare to say that. You dare I, to say that. I will <laughs> jump out on that limb. And say it was better than the first one because it took everything that we liked about the first movie, and as I put it out on Twitter, it turned it up to eleven, <laughs> much like Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. It took all those ridiculousness and up, up to eleven, yep. and just uh, I, my my personal feeling, my, my observation about the movie was that mm-hmm. Disney got out of the way of James Gunn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, all right, you know what, what you did totally worked the first time. You know what, do it again. Yeah, and then James Gunn's like, I'm gonna do it again, but now I'm like. The shackles are off. Yeah. Drax is just going to be ridiculous the entire movie. He was awesome. He was yeah. amazing. I, I think he was the real MVP. Yeah. <laughs> I like declaring real MVPs of things, and Drax was totally the real MVP of the movie. He, he had, like, per capita, most one-liners out of everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like he had the most, one of the more, he, was, he spoke the most uh, character-wise, right? Like. Yeah, honestly, because you know, you know, without without venturing into spoiler territory, like there wasn't a lot of Star Lord. I mean, the, we had Star Lord; yeah. he was hilarious. He was still funny. I, I, if any characters, I think if anyone they they took a step back and kind of relaxed on one Star Lord because the first movie was all about Peter yeah. Quill, and this time they kind of like, all right, well, although the big plot point was, you know, well, well, I'm sure everybody knows, oh no, Peter's dad. Yeah, you know, he, we get to find Peter's dad, Ego. Yeah, <laughs> and we find out all about him, and uh, and then they they developed. Gamora and Peter's sort of quasi relationship, yeah. but what I think they did more was build up Nebula and Gamora's yeah. sisterhood. That I that thought was that good. was cool. Yeah, that they they built up that whole like that really like we want to kill each other, but we're still sisters. Yeah, like, because like, obviously the, the theme of the uh, I, I mean obviously the, the theme of the entire movie was family. Oh yeah, yeah. The, 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 there was a familiar. I mean, Sam, uh, uh, why don't you give us some of your thoughts? Well, we were talking about how we were scaling, like what's been scaled up and scaled down. They mm-hmm. ramped up Drax definitely. Yes. They also didn't overuse Baby Groot. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, thought that they were gonna, you know, especially with how you know the uh, opening was awesome. The, 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 the first <laughs> five gonna, minutes. I, I thought they were gonna insist on the adorableness of Baby Groot a little bit, and they didn't. They really didn't overuse. That some some of my friends, uh, well, I guess some overly critical nerds thought they did overuse them, but I'm in accordance with you, Mr. Sam, executive producer Sam Zia, that, yeah, no, we got just the right amount of baby group. Yeah. He, 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 he broke up whatever tension and whatever tension yeah. did build up. <laughs> yeah. And he was used properly. Well, well, what do you think, Pete? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like, like just like Sam said, that the way they promoted it, I thought he was gonna be all over the place, but he was he was used, you know, because he, uh, you know, the the baby group kind of was the runaway everyone's favorite character from the first movie. Like, yeah. Oh, the the, the, the last um, the end of the movie. Like, oh, look how adorable little baby group. Yeah. And everyone, <laughs> toys were sold. Everything was like, oh, somebody, they didn't overuse them. A- everyone, I felt like, you know, Rocket got a lot of development. Yeah. Like, you know, he oh, had yeah. some big character moments. Oh, absolutely. That, 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 without vo- venturing into spoiler territory, he had some big character moments. Uh, Yondu, 
he got a you know, he got a huge yeah. freaking boost to his story instead of just being I'm angry and I'm just gonna <laughs> run around and be an asshole to everybody and I'm gonna eat you, Peter. Yeah, <laughs> he was a badass. He was awesome. Yeah, yeah. he was fucking awesome. I, and I, I love the interplay with with uh, with him and with Rocket. Mm-hmm. I thought that they fed off of each other really well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. In the latter half of the movie, when they when during their their interactions. It was really good, and then of course, obviously, the interactions between Yondu and, and Star Lord uh, at the end, really good. Lot the, there was a lot. I mean, frankly, there was a lot to love about that movie. Yeah, just, yeah. I, I'm anxiously, I anxiously want to watch it again. I, I really <laughs> want to go back and sit down and just freaking laugh my ass because <laughs> I really like. I mean, like you were sitting next to me. Yeah, <laughs> I would laugh my ass off. Yeah. I would, uh, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a. I'm a brain mule, a brain donkey when I'm at the theater. When I'm really enjoying something, I am allowed, I let it out. I, yeah. I don't hide the fact that I'm enjoying the fuck out of a movie. Yeah. When I, in this, I literally, I almost say like 99% of the movie, I was, I probably had a shit eating grin on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I was having a yeah, great time. It was a lot of fun, man. And then uh, there was just so much packed into it, too, man. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, literally, I think the only small issue, uh, the, the only issue I had in the movie was from a nerd perspective. Was that they didn't give us any real information about what's coming out next? The, yeah, there, yeah. there was no because you know a lot of the Marvel movies, you know, they're all interconnected and they they all try to tend to feed into one another. They yeah. kind of like, oh, here's a what well, you know because we know uh, after this we have Thor Ragnarok, yeah, and after that next year or the, the, I mean literally this weekend next year, Avengers: Infinity War. Oh, we have uh, Black Panther before that, right? In February. Isn't it February? Oh, yeah, that's right. Black Panther is in the Deadpool spot. Yeah, I also, totally. What, uh, uh, Spider-Man as well. Oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, 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 we have Spider-Man Homecoming, but I feel like we're not going to get any Infinity War information out of no. that. I mean, we know. Well, no. I mean, it's been confirmed on the internet. Spider-Man is going to be in the Infinity War, yeah. Infinity War movie. But I feel, as a nerd, that's the only thing that kind of like, I was like, oh, I wish we had gotten more. I mean, uh, the, 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 one of the post-credit scenes did kind of hint towards a character. I will. I will stay yes. spoiler free on that one. They hit it towards the character. I feel like I. We I don't need to, to mention it. I don't know. I, I, I feel like after the show, I have to explain it to Sam. Who, the I kind of feel that's gonna be saved for like Guardians Three, though. You you know what? Maybe, huh? Yeah. Because yeah. because what they've been what what the Marvel movie universe has been done a really good job of is uh, not stay uh, not strictly stay adherent to what happens in the comics. Yeah. Like what happened in the comic books? Well, that's where I'm, I'm I'm most curious about when we get to Infinity War next year, mm-hmm. where it's like what changes are going to make to the to the original Infinity Gauntlet story yeah. to when we get there. And I, I'm actually pretty excited that it's gonna it, that I, I really feel it is going to be different. There, there's yeah. going to be some changes. Oh and yeah. I, much like uh, like Civil War last year, mm-hmm. uh, where that movie was it last year? Civil yeah. War? That's, my that's, my brain, my brain's not working. That's free comic book day. That, that was last year's free comic book day movie. Okay, cool. And yeah, like they, I felt like they actually improved upon the original comic book story. Oh, yeah. Where I felt like I, because I was looking back because every morning I obsessively check on this day on Facebook, yeah. and, <laughs> and I see some of the stuff I said. Uh, like I like said last year, I'm like, oh, uh, I know I'm going to alienate everyone, but I'm going to be Team Iron Man until Dad die. You know, awesome <laughs> goatee bros for life. <laughs> and yeah, and then that's where like they they improved the original Civil War story in that. They made both sides seem compelling. Where in the comic book, it was very much like, "Oh, I'm on Cap side. Yeah. Iron Man's being a dick." Yeah. But in in the movie, oh, both sides were actually you kind under, of you understood. Uh, you understood both yeah. sides. Where like they, they they were, it's it's gonna be crazy. And I say on 
on Facebook Live, Infinity War Part One. Oh, Irv, they they have changed it. It's just going to be Infinity War, and then the next movie is going to be named something else. They yeah. they they have they have walked back in Infinity War Part One and Part Two. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be called Infinity War, and then the following movie is going to be called something else. Apparently, some yeah. Avengers, maybe Infinity Gauntlet, maybe something else. I don't know. That's yeah, a rumor. They've walked it back. Yeah, it's no longer just Infinity War Part One and Part Two, as they announced. Because they a said year or two it, ago. it's technically a sequel, but they're two different movies. Right. So that way, I guess it, I guess you, you don't have the the. Um, the sequel, uh, the, the, what was it, where Matrix 2 and 3, where yeah. it's like, oh, like you, you get cut off halfway, like, oh, no, why? I need more. Where I I feel like they're going to they're gonna treat it two separate things. Oh, Ryan Rios on Facebook Live asks if I have any thoughts on the new Blade Runner trailer. Uh-oh. And I haven't watched it. Oh. I, 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 I saw that it was a thing that happened today on yeah. the internet, but I uh, I didn't watch it. Hmm. Uh, that 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 is a uh, my, my my brother and my dad's favorite sci-fi movie. That movie's great, man. Um, That's a classic. I've only sure. seen it once. Really? And um, well, I don't know. It may have to do with the fact I was young, and I think my dad was making me watch it when I when I, <laughs> when I was younger, and I didn't get into it. Oh man, I felt like I don't know because like there's there's so many versions of it. Yeah, and now I, there is. Yeah, and I'm 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 trying to think like when, when my when when my when my my pops. My pop. My, yeah, this is more of a daddy issue than a nerd <laughs> issue, Mr. Ryan Rios. This is a dad issue that I have with the movie. You have it on VHS. My dad had it on Laserdisc. Oh, Laserdisc. No, it, 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 oh, it's my it's then. my dad's favorite movie. That 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 yeah. is literally my dad's favorite movie, which is why I kind of don't care. <laughs> I think that's probably more hashtag Dre's daddy issues. <laughs> that's kind of why I'm not into Blade Runner because oh, it, it it's my pop's favorite. Movie. My brother, my brother loves it. Uh, he owns like so. He owns every Blu-ray version of it because didn't there was there was a box set that came out a few years ago that had like like seven like seven versions yeah. of it on there. I have that thing. You have that <laughs> yeah, thing. Like- yeah. And I I I watched it on Laserdisc years ago mm-hmm. uh, at the behest of my of my pops, and I I didn't di- I, I was honest. I was mostly confused. It's pretty confusing. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> Depending on what version you watch, <laughs> right? Because there's so many versions, and yeah. I, I, the 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 one I watched, I, I just I, I don't I don't have that um that that nerd love that like yeah. that the majority of nerds have for that movie. Yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is, like, I the first time I saw that movie, I was already in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, we went to a, a, like a blood drive, and we're doing uh, blood platelets. Uh-huh. Have you ever done that? They they stick you in this machine uh-huh. where they stick a needle in one arm, they stick a needle in the other arm. They take blood out of one arm, it goes through a machine, and they put it back in you. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. And you have to do this for about two hours. What? Yeah. <laughs> and so I remember we went, and then the lady was like, oh, you can watch a movie. And she had a copy of Blade Runner. I had never seen it. So I don't know if it was because of what was happening to me, but I was very. <laughs> because of the science fiction blood transfusion? <laughs> yeah. But I was very enthralled in Blade Runner. <laughs> like, huh. It... And it just it, it it's it's stuck in my head forever. <laughs> That's pretty epic, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that is quite. I mean, I feel like th- th- this might be a thing I might have to do for the show, or I might have to just watch the movie and broadcast me watching the movie. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I I I dare say it's probably been at least twenty years. Because I, I I'm trying to think. The last time I I, I lived with my pops was probably more than twenty years ago. Dre, hashtag Dre's daddy issues. <laughs> I know, I know our friend Mari Soul is going to love that yeah. because that, that's her favorite hashtag <laughs> whenever I talk about how much I have, uh, my, 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 my papa issues, yeah. my daddy issues. Now, that's uh, to bring the conversation to around, Back to Guardians? Yeah. yeah. I knew that. I, I heard that there was some kids, you know, like 8, 9 through age 12, 13 that were actually getting triggered 
by the daddy storyline in the game in the movie. And Guardians, yeah, because you, you, know, you know, your pop, you know, because you haven't seen your pop since you were a kid. I mean, Peter Quill went twenty some odd years without seeing his pop. Thirty some. Thirty some. Yeah, well, that's right, because it was like it was like thirty seven years later or thirty four years 30 later. Some, thirty something. Yeah. Like when when they when they did the when they did the time jump from the beginning of the movie. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like I I I can understand. You know, and it's funny because when we were doing the pre the pre show meeting and you were telling us about how your emotional reactions to the daddy oh, issues, dude, I was like, I didn't get hit by any of that. And that was kind of <laughs> weird. I was like, wait a minute, how did I not get hit by this? Well, I'm also you know raising somebody else's little girl who's not in her life at all. Mm-hmm. You know. And that's something that's a real big part of the whole thing. Kind of, and then, the, whole, the whole Yondu Star Lord relationship. Yeah. Now it's like you're, you're having that relationship. Yeah. With, then, with your, uh, you with know, your uh, stepdaughter. I'm not going to say anything about the ending, but the song choice at the end was something that hit me because that's a song that goes back for me to my childhood. Uh, uh, I see on and Facebook so Live. I, again, I was telling Peter, like, I had, like, they played the whole song. Yeah. They didn't, like, they didn't dodge it or edit it. They went through the whole thing. And I had like this three minute state of the union going on in my <laughs> of how like everything happened in my life. And now here I am. And I'm telling you, it it may have actually improved an already awesome relationship that yep. I have with my little my little girl now. That's amazing. Yeah, that's right. You, you were telling us how like, you know, you saw her react to yeah. you know the, the Yondu Starler relationship in the movie. Yeah. And, and then on top of that, I got, you know. Jojo and you have your son, your actual son. Yeah, so even like the uh, little moments uh, with Baby Groot, we're like, oh my god, that uh, reminds me of stuff Jojo. Does. Yeah, yeah, Baby Groot. Right? Like you had you has such a, such a strong family reaction to yeah. me where I was just laughing my ass off. Well, here's the thing: you said that this for you was better than the first one. Yeah. I feel like I can't have an objective view on it because so so far I'm emotionally skewed towards two. Yeah, you are very I emotionally like I skewed. Need to like not see it for a while so that I can figure out which one of these two I actually <laughs> like better because I loved the first. The first one, one yeah. was amazing. Yeah, the first one is still my favorite Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. No, I remember when we were walking in the movie, I was saying mm-hmm. uh, my Guardians probably the, uh, the, yeah. the, the 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 most fun or the best the best Marvel movie probably. Yeah. I mean, I remember uh, when I was dating uh, the last girlfriend I had, she had never watched any of the movies. That was the first movie I showed her. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't go Iron Man one. I went Guardians. I'm like, you know what? This is the most accessible. This is the most fun. This is like the easiest to. I mean, even though there's all kinds of like there's a talking raccoon and a tree and a, and a, and a walking tree. Yeah. yeah, this is the easiest to understand Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but real quick, before I forget, I saw our friend Caleb Hawkberger, aka Bushy Browley, has joined us on Facebook Live. I want to wish him a happy birthday because today was your birthday. And I know we were in PSN chat, and you probably wondering why I didn't say happy birthday earlier because I was I was going to give you the happy birthday shout out on the show. So happy birthday to old Caleb Hawkberger. I'm sure I know I'm saying your name wrong, so happy birthday, Bushy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and right there we got the right there we got the Sam chiming in uh, on the Facebook Live using our our Facebook account. I'm prompt with it. <laughs> He's prompt. Sam is on top of it. He you have you have your laptop. You have your computer in front of you. I have my laptop in front of me. And and yes, Bushy, we are going to be using your, the the topic you suggested earlier because uh, uh, earlier, uh, Caleb, uh, aka Bushy, was telling me about how Game Informer, the uh, the magazine of, of mm-hmm. GameStop. Did a the top one hundred role playing games of all time, and they oh they, damn they did a list they did a list the top one hundred this could take all day no we're not we're not going to go through all of them no okay, no no. Thank no, you. no 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 we we are not going to go through all of them I'm going to talk about a couple of things I noticed on the list uh, some of the, some a couple of things that surprised me and I thought that was a uh, I thought were pleasant surprises for me because because uh, young man uh, 16, 17 year old uh, Dre Cervantes. Uh, I loved JRPGs, Japanese RPGs. That that that's 
that's where I roll. That that is where I dwell. I I, I don't know if I can still dwell in that area because <laughs> most of those games require a hundred something hours, and I can't. Two hundred forty hours to be exact on Final Fantasy fifteen. For yeah, me. You know, exactly. No, that, that's how it goes on some games, and. The, on the list, let me. I, we're gonna just go. We're gonna quickly just look at the top ten here, because I, I I really do want to talk about other things in video games, but video games are gonna be a for good topic. I do want to talk about other stuff, mm-hmm. and then that's, that's something else I'm, I'm gonna bring up later in the show. Uh, some other stuff that I'm gonna. Uh, I, I I haven't told these two guys yet. Oh, I have no. some ideas <laughs> that, I, um, that we're, we're gonna flesh out here uh, on the air, on the air. Yeah, because it's a lot more fun when I have a uh, like, like the camera in front of me. But like so, this this. This list is very much, I could tell the, the person who, who wrote out this list was very much probably around the same age as me. They're probably in their mid to late 30s. Okay. They probably started playing JRPGs somewhere in the mid 90s uh, on, on a Super Nintendo because the two of the top three are two of my favorite games of all time, <laughs> Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. They're no, the number two game is Final Fantasy VI, or as some people in America would know, it is Final Fantasy III back when it came out on Super Nintendo. But that that is one of my favorites of all time. And then the number three game is Chrono Trigger, which is my favorite role-playing game of all time because it involves time travel and it involves a very heartfelt story that you just get invested in. And that was the thing. The, those, those two games in particular, I love those games because... Mm-hmm. I got emotionally invested in these games. They had no voice acting. There was really not much in the way of fancy cutscenes. These are 16-bit, old-ass 1990s, mid-1990s graphics. Yeah. But the the way it was crafted just pulled at your your heartstrings. Just pulled you into these games. And and uh, and uh, the other thing is, um, I can replay the like that's thing. A lot of these other games, I I mean. I wouldn't be willing to put in 100 hours in these other games, but I'll put another 60 to 70 hours in Final Fantasy VI. Hell yeah, I would. Uh-huh. And then Chrono Trigger, that game was built to be played over and over and over <laughs> again <laughs> because they had, that was one of, the, uh, one of the few games where you could um, restart the game but start with the stats that you ended with. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you run through the beginning. That was, was one of the first times where the, the concept called New Game Plus is something that was added on to lots of games uh, throughout. And... The reason you would do that, because I remember one of my favorite things, because my friend in high school introduced me to a lot of uh, uh, JRPGs, uh, a fellow by the name of, uh, also named Peter, but also yeah. Peter slash Pedro. <laughs> um, he's the one, he, he lent me a Super Nintendo, because my family didn't uh, didn't uh, get me um, a Super NES for the longest time. <laughs> like, oh, we bought your damn Genesis. But I want both. No, you can only have one. <laughs> so I missed out on a lot of JRPGs, but my friend, he lent me his Super Nintendo. He lent me. Chrono Trigger. He let me Final Fantasy VI. He let me Final Fantasy IV. He let me Earthbound, which is some. It was another game that, that I was happy to see was on this list. But uh, but playing through, through those games, you could play it over and over. He showed me that. Like, oh, I want you to load up my file, do a new game plus, and then the very beginning of the game. All right, so beginning of the game, an incident happens, and you go into the time machine. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's these two these two platforms, and it's oh, you always go into the right. And he's like, I want you to go onto the platform on the left, but there's no portal on the panel on the left. Like. Go to the panel on the left. I walk up to the panel on the left. It jumps you straight to the final boss. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and you only have one character instead of three characters. Yeah. You only have the main character. And you fight the last boss with the character by yourself. Damn. And like his character was strong enough to to do it. And and so I and then it was it was it was the funniest ending I've ever seen. It was it took you straight into this uh this uh this whole complex of rooms 
which were all the developers of the who made the game. Oh. And they're like, congratulations for, for finding your way into the developer room. And then you'd go and talk to all the little characters, and it was all the developers put in little messages to everyone, all <laughs> these <laughs> like special messages. I remember that blew me away. Yeah. Like 17-year-old me, I like my mind was blown. I'm like, this is a thing you can do? This is amazing. There were so many – like uh, that, that was one of the many like, – that was probably the – the wackiest ending because all of a sudden, oh, you broke the game. Yeah, <laughs> you started the game over. You took one character. You beat the final boss, and oh, hey, look, now you can talk to everybody who made the game. It's <laughs> awesome. But as, as Bushy is asking for the number, the number one game on this list is is one I have not played. It's Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. I understand a lot of people love that game. Skyrim. Skyrim was number one. Number the the number according to this particular writer, Skyrim is the best role playing game of all time. This guy's. Uh, yeah, this is one writer's opinion mm-hmm. who just really like <laughs> was masturbating over Skyrim. Yeah, Come like, on. and that's the thing. Like a, a lot of a lot of his top games were because I always like to say because there's Japanese RPGs and there's Western RPGs, and like where a Japanese RPG very much focuses on uh, the path of the hero, very much like, like that that Star the uh, what was it? Who's that? I, I feel you. Oh. You should know this. It is the, the 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 path of the um of the hero. It's a, the thing that everyone's no. complaining. Oh, uh, episode seven was just like episode four. It's like no, it's it. it all goes back to this uh, this, this hero archetype where like oh, the hero's journey. Hero's journey. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I forget the the um what do you call it uh, the name of the writer who came yeah. up with this the the hero's journey. It's like oh you know the the call to act the you know the unknown young person call to action unknown power you you face great evil yeah. and you, you overcome you have to go through hardships and then you overcome it that is the japanese rpg also that that it follows that system where the western like there's western rpgs now that i really feel like the western rpg became really big around the time um, of uh, knights of the old republic which is on this list at number seven and that's the western rpg is like you have lots of options it's more like the old uh, choose your own adventure books like yeah. back in the old days where like oh if you choose to do this turn to page 25 or you choose to do this turn to page 35 oh you died yeah, yeah. the problem with skyrim was that it wasn't a choose your own adventure it was a choose every adventure well yeah that's the thing it's it, it, that, that more western where you get more where the, the japanese rpg was very very linear where you followed a straight line yeah. where a lot more western gamers like the whole i want to be able to do whatever i want I want that that GTA style where like oh I don't have to follow the main story yeah. I can choose to do all these different quests and and so I feel this the the, the person who wrote this list is very much a more of a Western RPG where, where me I, I was raised on JRPGs and so <laughs> I don't really I I've tried Knights of the Old Republic I understand it's a great game but I struggled through it I got bored and I switched to some other game <laughs> I, and all, all those bio I I really have never really played through any of those um. Developer Bioware, they make they were really the the first big Western RPG a developer, where like all, all these all these games that were made in America, mm-hmm. and so like you know so you had like your like so this list you know let, let me just quickly run through the top ten here yeah like, so please, Sky, please, Skyrim please. Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim was number one well no go from ten down ten down okay so ten one of my personal favorites Final Fantasy Tactics that was more of a grid based yeah that was uh, a good. lot a lot of people really like those type of games nowadays. Whereas a grid based right to choose, and I remember I, play, I played that in college, and I lost lots of hours of my life to that game. Yeah. Uh, number nine was Baldur's Gate Two: Shadows of, I don't know, M. <laughs> uh, eight was Diablo Two, which that was more of a loot based one where you'd run around and try to get as much shit as possible. You mm-hmm. kill everything in sight. Uh, seven was Knights of the Old Republic. Six is World of Warcraft, which that was that's the, what I was the say. first were, mass. Were they including MMO. Uh, they they did include MMO. So number six was World of Warcraft, uh, that big ma- massively multiplayer Where online. Where did EverQuest show up on this list? <laughs> I can look. So six is World of, and then five was the other one where I'm like, this guy's really biased to the present. And like The Witcher Three Wild Hunt is number five, and then number f- 
and number four was Mass Effect. So this guy was pretty like, although I think he was respecting history by mentioning Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger mm-hmm. and such, but he was very much biased more towards these modern RPGs. Because you know, eleven, he had Bloodborne at eleven, and Fallout Three at twelve. Those are, you know, let me see, Planetscape, Deuce X, Pokemon Red and Blue. Where was seven? Final Fantasy seven. He had that at eighteen. So wow. He still had it. He had it pretty high up. And then, the, in your the, opinion, some people put that as the number one of all. Time. See, I, it's, that, that's a whole other episode where I'm going to talk about how much I don't like Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good episode title for that episode. Why Dre hates Final well, Fantasy VII? I, I, I that game. I, I don't even want to get into it. I want. I want to save that for when we actually have the episode. Where I, we I'm focus sensing on that. so much vitriol that we're putting our because so many people freaking salivate over that game. It's it's the freaking it's the. Six and seven are the diametric opposites of each other, where six was a story-based game, while seven was like, look how pretty this is! Isn't this amazing? <laughs> well, the story had to have something to connect with, otherwise people would It made no put- sense! <laughs> yeah. It's a- seven <laughs> made no... God. Playing through it, it was like, oh, wow, everything looks really awesome. Look at these yeah. awesome summons. I'm summoning Bahamut. He's blowing up the planet. This is freaking cool. Yeah. Knights of the Round. See, no, no, I got to save this for the actual episode. <laughs> I just love tweaking it, though. Ah. Like, ah. See, oh, oh, and, and see, now Matt. Oh, thank you, Matt Hamlin on Facebook Live. You brought up one of the things I was very annoyed. Where they did, they freaking Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest. That they that did not get an entry in here until all the way to like hang on, fifty one for, for Dragon Quest eight, and he doesn't even have the original Dragon Quest. You know the, the the game a lot of us a lot of us old people know as Dragon Warrior on the NES. That was like the freaking one of the forebearers of role playing games. So where did EverQuest show up? Uh, I'm looking here. Let me see. Let me let me see if I can quickly find EverQuest. Let's see. Oh, Valkyrie profile. Hey, I didn't. I I didn't notice that earlier. And then for 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 my other JRPG fans, Suikoden Two was at twenty nine. Okay. Uh, let me see. EverQuest twenty two. Twenty two. Okay, EverQuest yeah. was at twenty two. And yeah, Kid Fan was just telling us right now, uh, twenty two. And yeah, at, at least seven was better than eight. Yeah, that's not saying much though. Uh eight. Oh, see. <laughs> eight. Uh, I don't know about it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Around that era, I was in college, you know, burning through those games. Cause, oh, I I played through seven. I played through. Yeah. I played through. God, I, I wasted a lot of college time on those games. Oh, dude, same here. The PS One. I mean, like, I, I like I probably played more RPGs on PlayStation One, but I feel like the better RPGs were on the Super Nintendo because uh, on PS One that was like uh, that, that is another gaming thing. I that was like right where the budgets were not too high. Yeah, and then you had much more accessibility to more games. Like the developers were able to make better quality games and get them out to the people were like today like a lot of those games from that era like a parasite eve yeah. or a or a what's a Van, vandal hearts um uh what was this uh twist of oh no tales of there were all these different games yeah. uh, romancing saga um there's all these ps1 games front mission 3 that's another one i sunk 300 hours in that game 150 on one playthrough and 150 where i chose the other side and played through that <laughs> that was the, the 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 perfect time for developers where they could take chances because the budgets were not as high like today all those games would they would not get published today or yeah. if they did they'd it'd be very limited they'd be exclusive to like amazon or exclusive to gamestop because the um uh it was just they, 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 it would not be a, it would not be a good investment to spend all that money, like the money it would require to make a game like this on a PS4 or a disc-based game, 
Because back then budgets were not as high. You could afford yeah. to still pay everyone to do make the game. And you'd sell freaking if you sold 10,000, 20,000 copies, okay, you were right. You paid you paid for the game. You the publisher would, would be would be fine and everything would be okay. Now, if, if a game sold, you know, 50,000 copies, it'd be a failure. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it is very much a, a, a niche um, it's still very niche uh, you know, playing Japanese RPGs. I mean, like Final Fantasy made it kind of cool back in the see. I was like, Final Fantasy VII introduced a lot of people to, to Japanese RPGs, yeah, because sure. of the fanciness. It was the first, I mean, even the, the ad ad campaign back then, oh, the first cinematic RPG, yeah, because it, they had it, the fancy friggin' high res cutscenes. Yeah, and it was the first time a video game had ever been able to visually tell a story like that. Yes, that's but but. Uh, uh, Matt that, Hamblin uh, on Facebook just mentioned something. Uh, Secret of Mana should have been number two. <laughs> Secret of Mana was really good. On that this list, they have it at 16. Yeah. See, I, I, this guy who's writing this article. He was – I, I feel like I'm looking at this list. Like He's kind of biased to, towards modern gaming because he had that recently released Persona 5. I think he had it all the way up at freaking – he he lists all the Persona like Persona Five at like nineteen. Like that game just came out like a month ago. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's good. I, I've seen a lot of my friends playing it on my PlayStation uh, friend list, but I don't see that as being like one of the top twenty games of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 down my PlayStation. I have to wait till it gets back to me. It's repairing the spitting out the disc problem oh, that you yeah. also have. That that I the 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 the, the burping issue. Yeah. And the only thing that should be burping your house is your son, which he does. <laughs> which he does. <laughs> It's it's insane. Yeah, this list was yeah. Uh, I I have to thank uh, Bushy Browley, aka Caleb Hogg, for 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 telling me about this list so that we could go through this. And yeah, this list is very biased towards like a lot of modern gaming. Like he puts in a lot of stuff to kind of like appease people like 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 me. We're like oh like Castle. Although he put Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which I don't, I feel that's more like an action game than RPG. It does have RPG elements where you do level up, and Destiny is on this list at number eighty one. Okay. Okay, I, I wouldn't even I I I don't, I, I I don't know if see, I can even put that as a role playing game. Yeah, you you are playing as it's a an MMO shooter. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah it's, it's more shooting than than role playing. Yeah, I'm like yeah I'm a, I'm a guardian I'm killing all the aliens but. And oh yeah, that that's a great story that we're following along in this game. That's really the motivating factor for why we all play it. Yeah, it's just I mean uh, come on. Yeah, there's, there's. I feel like there's too many modern games on this list to to to, to dignify it with any credibility. <laughs> but <laughs> it, uh, it's just it's just nuts. That's but, that's uh, yeah. No, I, that kind of stuff pisses me off. Where a person takes the time to come up with a hundred, maybe maybe he should have done the top fifty because then top- you you wouldn't have to throw in all of these games that shouldn't be considered RPG. <laughs> uh, I'm sure his editor probably gave him like you have to do a hundred. Oh. <laughs> Because yeah, you know, every couple of years, you know, Game Informer does this where they do their top whatever. Like yeah. they like pissing everyone off. Wait, was their... it the April Fool's episode? Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> if that's the case, then all right. Then no, I, can I, I feel like this was a, the May or the June issue. So <laughs> yeah. we, we are we're out of the back back like back in the old days. Back when EGM used to do the April Fool's joke. The, the, that, that was always my favorite. Yeah, you know, Sonic is a hidden character in Smash Bros. Melee. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy 15 on the list. Somebody asked earlier, and I didn't get a chance to. Uh, I don't think 15 is on the list. Let me let, let me let me make yeah, give it a quick. Yeah, they put other modern games. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn is on here. What? Yeah, that, that just came out. I'm not even sure if that's an RPG. Uh, no. no wow. No. 
Okay, so no, no, no Final Fantasy 15, which is a, a good game. Like, yeah, sounds like whoever created this list really was had their, own, from, they had their own agenda. It was doing it from a, a perspective that was very personalized. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, well, uh, of course, it is uh, of course an opinion piece. So yeah. naturally, you know, but uh, it's our it's our job here to judge people. <laughs> That's true. And Final Fantasy Nine was really good, and Twelve was way underrated. Yeah, oh nine. See, that's my brother. That's his favorite Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's, Final Fantasy Nine was great because that that one felt like more like that. That was closer to six than anything yeah. else. And oh, Breath of the Wild. Yes, Breath of the Wild is forty-seven on this list. Andy Vasquez on Facebook. <laughs> but, but I want to transition here. Uh, we're gonna talk about something else. I hate. Uh-oh. <laughs> Man, so this pa- of course this past uh, uh, this past Thursday was was uh, National Lisp uh, Awareness Day. Or, or AKA May the Fourth, because <laughs> you know May the Fourth be with you. This is not, not, I, I have yeah. to give credit. Uh, a friend of mine made that joke, and uh, before I could make it on, on, on the this about the joke is not being yours. Quickly, <laughs> it's not my joke, but I wanted to make it. So May the Fourth was on was this past week. Yeah. So naturally, uh, every every TV channel has the rights to the movies. Was showing them, showing them, yeah. Like when we were at, we were at the pizza place yeah. uh, before watching Guardians, they were showing uh, them. They were, they were showing. Uh, I forgot which one was on. I'm not sure if it was, uh, it was a Jedi, an, an Empire. Oh, was that, oh yeah, yeah, it was Empire. Yeah. Showing Empire, and I on Friday night. So I I was home on Cinco de Mayo. I I do not celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Because uh, every day for you is a celebration of Cinco de Mayo. I'm, I'm Mexican. So. Exactly. I can, I can have margaritas and Corona. Oh, well, I'm more of a Tecate man yeah. than a Corona man myself. But For all of us, it's just called Friday. So on Friday, I, I was home playing Destiny. And I and then I, I, I run two TVs because I'm a crazy person. <laughs> and uh, uh, I had my TV still on TNT from Thursday watching basketball. And uh, they were showing... Um, Episode three. Oh, no. I, I was watching the end of episode four. I'm like, oh, cool. New Hope. All right. Yeah. Going to get to watch, you know. Yeah. No. Watch the end part where, you know, Luke's kind of whining a hong. And you see, you see greedy, bony, greedy. <laughs> and he's he whining to Leia. Like, oh, I thought Han was a cool guy. And then you watch all the pilots die. You know, good old fat Jack Porkins. <laughs> Poor Porkins, man. <laughs> I got a problem here. I got a problem. Yeah. The weight capacity of the X-Wing has been exceeded. <laughs> And they had to name him Porkins. Too, I mean, like, come on, serious. Lucas. Like, you named the fat guy Porkins? You're a dick. Can we ever hit a nail on a head more precisely than that? Even the Lego version of Jack Porkins was fat. Yeah. I made an Instagram post a couple years ago when I when I, when I I saw they made a Lego Jack Porkins. Mm. They made him fat. What a dick move. Even the family guy version of him had him overflowing. <laughs> It's like fucking dick move. All right, so I'm wa- I'm watching that. You yeah. see, watching the poor, poor red leader. <laughs> like they came from behind. <laughs> and then Luke being yeah, the overzealous young Luke. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna shoot all the turbo lasers. <laughs> Watch out, Luke! You're going too fast. <laughs> and it's like you know. Jedi's were dicks. Yeah. I'm gonna be on. Uh, uh, th- this is now my. Uh, and so of course, for whatever reason, TNT. Instead of showing them in order, I feel they they think they they went backwards. Oh yeah. They show I I, I didn't have access to what happened if they showed episode if they showed Empire before <laughs> New Hope, but after New Hope they put on Revenge of the Sith, and after New Revenge of the Sith they showed probably the worst one. Clone Wars. Oh no, Clone Wars. Uh, uh, Attack of the Clones. Clones. Oh, I mean, and so I I sat and I had them on in the background, mm-hmm. and I, I I'm like you know what all right it's Revenge of the Fifth. I mean yeah. I'm, I'm playing Destiny and I. I might as well do this. Um, I, I had him on in the background, and I was rewatching episode three, 
And good God, all I could think about was, was like, Jedi are stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the Sith one. I mean, Darth Sidious, Emperor Palpatine. He was a smart guy. Yeah. He freaking he ran circles around these stupid Jedi. Oh yeah. He he was upside down in, in all their shit. But wasn't there like I haven't seen them in a long time. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there some plot point that like they couldn't use the Force or something to see the future or some nonsense? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there, there was. A, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if that was episode one or episode two. Yeah, where like where Yoda is like, oh, the future is very it's very clouded. Yeah, like, it's we very can't cloudy see it right for now. Some reason. It's like if these are supposed to be equal sides of the Force, how come the dark side is just beating <laughs> yeah. the dog shit on the light side? If it, but, you have one Sith Lord <laughs> who's able to take out hordes oh. of Jedi. <laughs> Freaking old man Palpatine, but all his all his like lackeys sucked though. Remember because they like Darth Maul got taken out pretty quick. And... Um, well, no, if if you watch the if you watch uh, the the Clone Wars yeah. show and yeah, if you watch Rebels, ah, oh, you know what? Yeah, all right. that was a tough well, was a tough motherfucker. Yeah. But then you had what's his name? Uh, and that was Count, at... Count Dooku. Oh, Count Dooku. Got Count taken... Dooku. No, my the worst was Grievous. General Grievous. Remember that they promoted the shit out of that character, and then he's like, "Oh, shot him in the chest. It's over." <laughs> like, see, but uh, unfortunately, his character was way more badass in the cartoon. Yeah. Like in the because like this you know, a, a few months ago, I went I, I went back and I watched all the Clone Wars before mm-hmm. it was taken off of Netflix, which apparently it was not taken off of Netflix because <laughs> it's still there. And I'm like, I marathon this for nothing. <laughs> but uh, and that's another thing where like, that show also. Expanded upon my opinion of the Jedi being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> they were they were they're so hard headed and stubborn and ignorant. I mean, all this all this pain and suffering could have been could have been stopped. Yeah. Many, many, many times. <laughs> but I, uh, Emperor Palpatine, smartest guy in the room, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> took over, man. He, he just took over. Hey, I, I'm gonna start with Yoda. Uh, yeah. the, the, he he is the I, I feel like he is the most Responsible <laughs> for the Sith freaking winning. Wow. He's the most responsible because first of all, one of my favorite radio show hosts, the, the guy who inspired my, who inspires the open of the show, Jim Rome, he is always called Yoda a quitter. <laughs> he was right because Yoda is a quitter. He was fighting Darth Sidious yeah. at the end of the movie. He he was getting his ass kicked a little bit, but he finally like he freaking had freaking Darcy's ass over tea kettle <laughs> falling backwards, and then Yoda kind of like all right, this is my chance. I maybe instead of you know he he was presented with the Western RPG choice, go after Emperor Palpatine or run away, and he chose run away, and he's like oh I must go into exile. Yeah, like <laughs> like dude threw all his force lightning at you, you caught it. Pushed him backwards. You see Palpatine. Ah! <laughs> He's like, holy fuck. <laughs> I think what makes it worse is he came in with that badass. When he walked in, those two guards. Mm-hmm. And he just like made a hand gesture and they just like knocked him out. <laughs> knocked him out. Or earlier in the movie. Oh, he cut that dude's head off. <laughs> he got the, the two freaking shore troopers who were, about, who were trying to roll up on him. And like, he just fucking pops up. Fucking one helicopter attack. And you see two trooper heads just rolling on the ground. Yep. This is the, the greatest of the Jedi warriors. <laughs> Can't stand up to old man Palpatine, who had already had his ass kicked by Mace Windu, and I'm going to get to him in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> already had his ass whipped, scarred. Yeah, he's scarred. <laughs> Scar. I have been scarred by the Jedi. I'm like, that's the only that's the only truth that freaking Emperor Trumpeltine said. <laughs> I have been scarred by the Jedi. 
<laughs> but it was his own like lightning or it was his own lightning. But yeah. no, but Mace Windu being actually well, Mace Windu apparently was probably the best Jedi warrior because he actually beat Palpatine's ass. It was only because of dumb fuck Anakin who <laughs> fucked everything up. Yeah, but li- li- I, but I digress. Let's get let's get back to Yoda. Yoda decides to go into exile. Yeah. Huh. Hey, let 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 me just hide on this swamp planet. <laughs> Tell Obi Wan how to commune with the Force and do nothing and do for twenty some odd years. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Fucking quitter. <laughs> quitter. No, no. Let let's instead of going out and finding more Jedi. Hey, there's got to be there's bound to be more Jedi left beyond just Obi Wan and yeah. freaking Yoda. <laughs> Like what the hell? And okay, Mace Windu. Let, yeah. let, let me. So, if you're gonna go confront the Sith Lord that has coordinated everything that has yeah. happened, you bring more than four fucking Jedi. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> He showed up with four dudes. Yeah. He showed up with the guy with the, with the, the name that I laugh at the most, Kit Fisto. Kit Fisto, <laughs> the green dude with the the green freaking uh, dreadlocks. Wasn't that one of like the insane guys or? Was it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> really? It was one of those guys. Kit Fisto was one of the Linsync guys. Insane. It would have been funny if it was Lance Bass, because yeah. I'm sure he knows all about fit being Fisto. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> but you show up with four yeah. Jedi, and freaking Palpatine shreds the four of them instantaneously yeah. because, oh, Dark Lord of the motherfucking Sith. <laughs> I am the most powerful of my order. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Mace Windu, being the greatest Jedi warrior ever, beats his ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Has him there, and then dumb fuck Anakin. But he can save Padme. <laughs> like, god damn it! No, I'm saving Anakin for last. Oh, <laughs> he should have. Yes. Mace should have like force blasted him into the wall. Or something. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, like, no, Mace should not have. Dis- it should not have been a discussion between <laughs> Mace and Anakin about. I he needs to die. No, it shouldn't have been. He needs to die. He should have went. Womp, chopped off his head. <laughs> All right, we're done. We have avo- we have avoided the rise of the Sith. But no, Mace was right there like, nope. <laughs> like, we're going to discuss this civilly. No, you, like, you are Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson. Your character does not discuss things civilly. But right, let me go back to more issues I have with Mace Windu. Mm-hmm. Mace Windu, whole time, I don't trust it. I don't trust the boy. Yeah. <laughs> he should not be trained to a Jedi. Then, yes, then he should never have been trained. <laughs> Going all the way back to the first one where Yoda and Mace are like, nah, he's too old. End of End of story. It, they have all these fucking rules of all these Jedi. They can't do that. They can't fall in love. They can't have possessions. They can't, they can't, they can't, they can't. And they break all their rules for fucking Anakin. Yeah. They they brought this upon themselves. Morons. Rubes. <laughs> Oh, we we are keepers of the peace. Yeah, you, that, when, when oh. shit ain't going down, yeah, you guys are all amazing. But once there's a war going on, apparently y'all are a bunch of morons. <laughs> yeah, because as you say at one point, they're keepers of the peace. They're not soldiers, but then they all become generals. They right? all become generals. We're all we need generals to lead the, the, the these all these clones. Yeah. which were oh wait another plot plot twist provided by the enemy. Yeah. My friend Bushy, my birthday boy Bushy, he, he was like, oh man, you know, it, it was the Sith, it was because of the Sith that the Clone Wars ended. I'm like, dude, it was because of the Sith that the Clone Wars started. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy to end something that you started. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, it, yeah, they contradicted themselves all the goddamn time. Yeah. And you have all these other, and, like, and from watching... And from watching the Clone War show, there was apparently a host of freaking corrupt Jedi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was this one general who just used to send clone troopers just to die. 
<laughs> he saw them all as objects. Like, what? How'd you let this motherfucker into the order? I thought it was all about preserving life. And yet you got this dude with, the, it was this forearm motherfucker. He was like the General Grievous, but like the quote unquote good guy version. He was this giant forearm bullfrog looking motherfucker. <laughs> Like, whatever, master, whatever his name was, he has the highest casualty rate of any general. <laughs> and then you have, a, you know, the, one, of, one of the main characters of the show was Captain Rex. He was like yeah. the, the, the best of the best of the best of the clone troopers. He was freaking Anakin's best friend. Yeah. And he's like, he's like trying to openly defy this guy. He's like, oh, yeah, the Jedi is wrong. I'm like, yes, motherfucker, the Jedi are wrong. They're dumb. <laughs> They're dumb. Another one, like the, the, this one uh, general, Luminaria Undali. I only know her name because I play the Star Wars phone game. <laughs> Her Padawan is a traitor. <laughs> Blew up the fucking Jedi Temple. Under her nose the whole time. You had this freaking... I am so mad right now. My temperature has risen. <laughs> I am sweating right now. She had this freaking traitor, Barris Onfi. Who, like, all, all my friends who play this uh, this Star Wars game, they all hate her. I'm like, no, there's a real reason you should hate her. Not because she's a bad character, but because she's an all human being who betrayed the Jedi Order. And she framed the one smart Jedi. Uh, the, the 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 character that was kind of created for the Clone Wars show, the Ahsoka Tano, yeah. which was um Anakin's Padawan. She's the only smart one. Yeah, <laughs> she's literally the only smart Jedi. You know why she's the smart? Like, I will tell you the very reason why she's the smartest Jedi. She quit being a Jedi right before everything went down. Yeah. <laughs> After she got blamed for the for the for the for the Jedi Temple being blown up, they're like, okay, we're sorry, our bad. It was that other chick. We apologize. You can be a Jedi again. And she's like. Nah, nah this. <laughs> y'all are stupid. Skiy guys, I'm going here. Skiy guys, I'm going. She was the smartest one because yeah. she realized, oh, y'all just as stupid as the fucking enemy, and she quit. <laughs> Thankfully, she came back in the Rebel show, yeah. and they had the great freaking battle between Padawan and, and, and Master between yeah. her and Anakin, and Anakin, oh. Oh. Anna fucking Ken, jeez. I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't show episode one because then I probably would have been even my, my, my oh. top would have popped. Pod racing is awesome! Yeah. <laughs> now here's but, the funny thing: there's a generation of people who started their Star Wars journey yeah. on episode one, and I feel bad who for them. Love it. <laughs> and one of them is my girlfriend. I know you told she me this. She likes Jar Jar, <laughs> but then again, she also likes. Country music and Nickelback, so I have really questioned her judgment. And she likes I'm questioning your she, judgment right now. She likes me too, which really freaks me out. But, what does that say about you? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but no, uh, there's I, I another uh, person that I knew loved Episode One. She loved all of the Star Wars saga, mm-hmm. but she came in on Episode One, so she feels like. There's a group of people that really have the, the, an attachment it's, to it's, it. It's a generation, like yeah, much like I like like I said uh, two years ago, like all the kids who watched Guardians of the Galaxy, that yeah, is their that, Star Wars now. Star Wars, yeah. this is their Star Wars. But unfortunately, uh, any kids who were born in the mid '90s <laughs> and were yeah. about, who were like six, seven, eight years old when uh when 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 Episode One came out, yep. yeah, yeah, this is this is their Star Wars. It, and plus, it didn't help that everybody was hyping it up so much going in. Oh, because we didn't know. Thought, yeah, we, yeah, and then all of a sudden we get Jar Jar. I, I at sat us. I sat outside of the Montebello AMC for six hours, seriously, playing it, poker with my buddies, waiting to watch Episode Episode One. We're like, all right, here we go, guys. First new Star Wars movie in twenty years. This is gonna be great. Yep, and uh, it was like. We were all hyping it up, hoping it was going to be something that lived up to the all of the. And hype it was that, impossible. There's no way. Yeah, and on, but the problem was they threw Jar Jar at. 
Well, no, the problem was, uh, uh, much like I say about Kanye West, how now he cannot produce music because he doesn't, he doesn't have anyone to say no to him. <laughs> George Lucas, yeah. at, at, in 1999 or whenever, he did not have anyone that would say no to him. And he had complete control of what was happening in those movies. Even Fox is like, you know what? Fuck it. Make whatever you want. We don't care. We'll, can we sell toys? George Lucas did not have anyone to tell him no. Yeah, because people don't even realize a lot of people don't even realize the, the Star Wars movies that you enjoy, like like Empire and like he didn't He didn't write them. No, it was like story by George Lucas. Story by George Lucas by like freaking Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. Erwin <laughs> Kirshner directed the second one. Yeah. yeah. Someone else directed the third one. Yeah. Steven Spielberg was supposed to direct the third one. Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, like he didn't he, he the, only busy. He, the only one he had his full hands on was New Hope. Was New Hope. And, and mean, that, that was still young, idealistic George yeah, Lucas. Yeah. Not drunk with money and power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you teased this a little earlier, and I have to bring you back to it. Uh-huh. Tell me about your feelings. And I'm saying this as a therapist. Tell me about your feelings about Anakin. <laughs> Anakin is everything that is wrong with the prequels. <laughs> Anakin is awful. Anakin is the worst deuce ex machina I've ever seen in my life. And I've watched a lot of bad movies and read a lot of bad stories. He's such an awful... Like, yeah. The, like, this journey of him becoming Darth Vader, I, I think everyone was hoping this would be some epic, epic yeah. tale. Like, how did this little boy become this symbol of fear? Yeah. This, like, you know, all through the 80s and the early 90s, Darth Vader, you always associated that with freaking awesomeness. Badass. He could choke you from across the room. Like he could choke you from another ship. Yeah. An empire. He choked that one dude from another ship. Yeah. He actually literally could throw that shit from the other room. He could. <laughs> he was more black than black dynamite. Yeah. He was. <laughs> but you're welcome, Sam. But you watch this during this annoying little freaking freaking uh pod racing boy. Yeah. To this weirdo stalker pervert psychopath <laughs> in episode two, the kiss it haunts me. <laughs> Sand, I hate it. It's rough. I mean, I'm not even gonna put this on freaking on George. I, I, I'm not gonna put this on freaking the, the actor because he was directed to this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like these were not his choices. This was this was Lucas. Yeah. Like, oh. I killed them like animals <laughs> and the women. And the children, too. It's like, really? This is the great origin of Darth motherfucking Vader? Yeah. A whiny little shit who Seriously. stalks freaking Padme and freaking, like, basically Stockholm syndromes her into falling in love with him and he freaking throws a baby in her. Oh, wait. Hey, I'm a Jedi. I shouldn't be doing these things. Fuck it. Looks like that gene skipped a generation. Clearly. It's, I'm not kidding. His grandkid is just as much of a whiny bitch. That symmetry, man. That that story symmetry right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously. That's, that, that's why. Uh, that's why Kylo Ren's so obsessed with Darth Vader. It's like he's the original bitch. I want to be a bitch just like him. And <laughs> psychology. That's called Bowenian family systems, where you can trace all of the problems from previous generations right down to you. And and, and just, that's the thing that's happening here. They made uh, Kylo Ren into as big a bitch as his grandpa. And it's like you know the 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 Clone Wars Anakin. Which had no interference from from, yeah, uh, from freaking, uh, George Lucas, he was actually okay. Yeah. I thought Clone Wars Anakin was cool. Clone Wars Anakin was the I'm like go in first, ask questions later. Plan? We'll have a plan <laughs> while we're in there. We'll figure it out while we're in there. Uh, I just happened to get out of everything because oh I'm I'm probably the strongest force so user. So he was Captain Kirk, a little bit. <laughs> you know what? 
He was on Clone Wars. He was Captain Kirk. But then we go right back to episode three and then we can just kind of like, oh, never mind. Yeah. He's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) They should make me a Jedi Nester. (laughs) And and it's everything. It's like the whole like, oh, Obi-Wan's trying to take Padme from me. Like, you dumb fuck. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. No, he's not. (laughs) God, you freaking... Like, you were boys for fucking years, and all of a sudden you suddenly think, oh, he's after my girl. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to kill me. And then he kills his woman. Well, yeah. maybe she'd want to leave him because he's such a whiny little bitch. I'm sure at the end she probably was trying. I mean, she, after she realized, after after freaking, uh, the, my favorite meme I've seen recently was like, Anakin's killing younglings, and then like there's a beer called youngling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just pounding younglings. <laughs> Anakin decides, oh, so... Anakin just completely disobeys everything yeah. because he's Anakin. Like, hey, if you stay here at the temple, I will. Tr- Mace Windu, poor choice. Let me tell the most rebellious dumb fuck I have. If you stay here at the temple, I will trust you. <laughs> My God, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Just I, I, it's, yeah. ugh, every wrong decision that could be made. And that's thing like, I hate in, in in I hate in in a fictional meaning when when characters make bad choices just to make them. Yeah. Like it's just you're making stupid decisions just not because some outside forces are compelling you to or because you feel like you think this is the right choice. No, he's just being stupid. Yeah. Everything is just dumb, 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 dumb. Yeah, and then the the moment he saves the Emperor, right? He's like, "All right, I'm on your side now." Yeah, like, <laughs> no, he's like, "He must stand trial." And then fuck it, chops off Mace Windu's arm, watches him get electrocuted and flown out the window. And I like, I, I hope in some like. Some way, oh, maybe he survived that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Mace Windu survived that, and we'll get one-armed freaking, <laughs> one-armed freaking Mace Windu in some future yeah. movie. But <laughs> it's like he just decides. All right, he goes from he should stand trial to fuck it, I'll serve you. Help me save my wife because she's gonna die. She's gonna die because of you, you fucking shithead. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then, freaking the very end where I, I feel where Darth Vader has been ruined forever. Where like there's literally a website you just type in N and a whole bunch of O's. <laughs> And he's like, no. Poor James Earl Jones yeah. had to come in and ADR that shit. And then Where's Podmer? Didn't they reuse that later on, too? No. And he, and he does the, the Frankenstein walk? Yeah, yeah, he, he like, Frankenstein <laughs> walks. He's like, yeah, brand new legs, so yeah. he doesn't want to walk yet. I mean, that, see, no, I, I can live with the Frankenstein walk. <laughs> And then you have freaking Emperor Palpatine like, yes, yes, yes. you killed it, yes. <laughs> I mean, but that was a cocky motherfucker. Because uh, I always like to mention because on the uh, on the honest trailer, the yeah. honest trailers go to YouTube. If you don't see, if you don't watch those, I fucking highly recommend them. The honest trailer for Episode Three pointed out one of my favorite things in in Episode Three, where in one conversation, like uh, when 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 Emperor Palpatine is sitting with freaking. Anakin, and they're watching some like play oh, or space opera, opera. Yeah, some, yeah. Op- some giant orb of water floating, and things are happening. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a freaking George Lucas's like like fever pot dream. Yeah, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine does four evil head turns in one conversation. <laughs> it's like usually an evil man ends a conversation with an evil head turn. No, he does four of them in one conversation. <laughs> He's that evil. <laughs> he is that evil. He does the. 
not from a Jedi. <laughs> there are dark ways that you could turn. He, he does the evil head turn that an evil person does. And one, Anakin doesn't recognize it. Wow, he's doing a lot of evil head turns. <laughs> he seems quite creepy right now. Not from a Jedi. And I remember, re- and when when that came up, I remember, ooh, I have to watch this. I need to see all four evil head turns happen as they happen. And good God, yeah, like, Anakin, dumbest fuck ever. Like ruined Darth Vader for. Forever. Now, like, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I mean, like, uh, granted, the, the the two minutes that he had in freaking Rogue One were like, I, I felt that was a bit of a small redemption yeah. of showing you like this freaking <laughs> angst filled asshole with, with the bad dad jokes <laughs> in Rogue One. It's like trying not to choke on your yeah, aspirations, <laughs> and he's choking out Krennic, like, <laughs> and then freaking at the end, we just cutting through freaking rebels, yeah. like, freaking, oh, like, uh, nope, you're paper, you're nothing, you don't exist. <laughs> But even up until the very end, when when Obi Wan told them like like don't don't do it like you know I have the high ground <laughs> yeah yeah oh thank you oh my god thank you moron yeah. Obi Wan warns you uh, don't do it Anakin I have the high ground yeah. you underestimate my power <laughs> no legs no arms yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking uh, treated him like a fucking pair of Julian fries like but see that's the thing too okay I get the emotional reason why he didn't do it but. Obi Wan should have just like kicked him into the volcano. Dude, seriously, like, no, like, should have ended him. Yeah, he, sh- he should. He just should have ended him. Yeah, no, just but make see, sure. Here's just... the thing: if that actually happened, then every single copy of episodes four through six would have disappeared. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the movie, the entire series, gone. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. Well, okay, and, yeah. and I, I didn't want to bury Obi Wan. I felt was probably the one of the least stupid people, but yeah. he's not without blame. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he was stubborn. Like even they told him not to train him. No, don't train Anakin. I'm gonna train him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, all these things are happening. I better not do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> Just stand idly by and do nothing as everything falls around you. And then Ewan McGregor's worst acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the dog surrounded by fire. This is fine. Hold on. I better check the security tapes and cr- break my heart. I already know the answer, but I have to see it for myself. Wom. Master Skywalker, what will you do? You're going to get caught in half, kid. Wah. <laughs> Poor little British child. That's probably why he killed him because he called him Master Skywalker. He's like, I'm not a master. I'm not a Jedi master. You just triggered me. Dude, oh my God. Anakin's a millennial. He was a millennial before millennial was a thing. Oh my God. He was a millennial Jedi. <gasps> there it is. Oh, he was so. Oh, crazy sense of entitlement. Hashtag triggered all the time. <laughs> oh, it's Count Dooku. You cut off my arm. I'm so much more powerful than you right now. It's like, holy shit, we have stumbled upon this. <laughs> but yes, though, though those, I, I, I can keep going about how much I hate Anakin, but I'm gonna stop <laughs> because I should stop because I'm, my, I am sweating. <laughs> I am so angry. <laughs> And emotional about this. I felt my internal temperature. I'm like, is there an air conditioner in here I can turn on? Because I am sweating. (laughs) So what I wanted to bring up with the team here and live on the show Mm -hmm. is that I was thinking that we should be doing, I'm going to do a lot more stuff on on the Facebook. I feel like I don't post enough content on the the Facebook page. So what I'm going to be doing 
Mm -hmm. Well, well, this week, at some point this week, I don't know when, I'll, I'll post a thing. I picked up Guardians of the Galaxy, the, the Telltale series game. Oh, yes. Oh. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to live stream uh, those episodes as they come out. I'll, I'll do those from the comfort of my home. But what I also want to do is, okay, I want to come by the Nostalgic Books and Comics podcast studio, and I want to do some talking comics. We can do like okay, a 15, yeah. 20-minute show where we talk about comics. Yeah. Especially since uh, you have your big... Uh, Show coming up, East yeah. LA Comic Con. East LA Comic Con's coming uh, up. T minus what, 10 days? 12 days? Some of that. <laughs> it's not, soon. I'm not even counting. May 20th. Anymore. Oh, yeah, you, you don't want to count. Not, I don't want to look at the calendar. May 20th, <laughs> East LA, El Gallo Plaza. 12 days. 12 oh, days. God. Soon. It's soon. It's very soon. All right, like, and I do maybe want to do an episode. We're, 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 sometimes I come over here and I hang out at the Secret Podcast Studio with Sam, and we could do like a 15, 20 minute quick. I pop up the phone, boom, we do talking games or I'm do some. Because I, we need to, I feel like I need to put out more content on the show page, mm -hmm. get more people interested. Because honestly, I was hurt last week. Oh. I, I was going to lead off the show with this, but I decided not to. I was hurt last week. Only 70 of you people watched this show last week <laughs> when our average was like in the 200s. Yeah. We only had 70 views after a week. Damn you, ESPN. No, I'm not blaming it on ESPN. No, no. Because, you know, we never had a title before, and people used to, used to tune in. All of a sudden, I don't know if everyone was busy or something, but we had the worst views for last week's show. I, 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 I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what. but So I feel like I, we, I'm going to have to engage people more on the fail books here. But, so you're going to start seeing a lot more content popping up. On the Facebook page, a lot more live videos, like random stuff. Like we're because uh, the reason I thought that because we we sat at your comic shop on yeah. Saturday night after Free Comic Book Day and talked comics. For we talked comics for like three hours. Yeah. Talk, well, we talked nonsense. Yeah. I, mean, I I told you stories. Yeah, that's true. I, was, I was telling ridiculous work stories and all kinds of stuff. So mm -hmm. we're, we're I'm gonna be I'm gonna be trying to put out more content when, when as time permits or as my uh my 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 battle with depression permits as well. Yeah. So. As always, you can follow the show. If you want to see this brand new content, follow the show, facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. You can watch the show. If you want to see all three of us on camera, you can go to twitch.tv forward slash Dre GP podcast. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, which I'm doing a terrible job at doing at Dre GP podcast. You can follow Sam Zia, executive producer Sam Zia at Sam Z570. Uh-huh. At SamZ570. You can follow Pete Malini at Nostalgic underscore comics. Is that right? Yes, it is. I feel, okay, I, that's right. After four and a half months, I should, I should uh, know I these say. by now. <laughs> I should know these by now. So, for executive producer, Sam Zia. For judgmental nerd, Pete Malini. I am your host, Dre Cervantes. Be on the lookout for more content from us. Like, share, subscribe. Go on iTunes if you want to hear the audio. If you want to clearly hear these other two gentlemen, and not just me yelling into my phone, iTunes.com. Search Dre's Geek Philosophy. Dre's with an apostrophe to find us on. There's also a link on the Facebook page and on the Twitter. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Everybody, have a good night.